When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hello, you're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. I'm Corey, a.k.a. Bayou Menders, alongside Mason Dixon, and this is Habs Nightly, your hub for Habs content. back folks to another episode of Habs Nightly I'm joined by our wonderfully excited energetic co-host Mason Mason how are you buddy oh I'm fucking amazing <laughs> how are you buddy I'm doing great I'm chasing the sun down so I can cut the grass uh while it's cold up well while it's cool outside um uh, but I'm doing good uh how's your weekend um my weekend's been good i haven't gone gone out at all because hoko's next week and i work this weekend so i'm kind of just saving my saving my energy but i've had a i've had a decent weekend so far how about yourself heard that um pretty good slept in today um i helped i went past by my mom's house this morning checked on them uh, came home, played a little bit of Starfield. Fantastic game. Don't know if you you into like the Fallout, uh, Skyrim style games where it's just uh, like way too many objects that you can pick up. Uh, but really cool I've, game. I've heard. I've seen a lot of beef about Starfield they, online. So a lot of let down people. I'm I'm gonna just say this right. If you've played a Bethesda game before and you know. Like, like it takes, I'm not going to say it's like, it's a game for, for adults. It's not, you know, anybody can pick this game up, but Bethesda is like, like when you buy, when you buy a Bethesda game, you know, you're getting a game that's got, that's like ultra difficult. That's try that tries to be simplistic and on a controller. But that being said, they don't know how to tell you how to play the game well. So you start the game, you don't know how to play, and there's no direction on how to play the game. You just have to wander around until like things start to click. That being said, if you've played any Bethesda game and you remember how to play Fallout, Skyrim, New Vegas, any of that shit, uh, the controls are more or less the same. So it's it's more of just kind of knocking the cobwebs off and you know getting getting back into that um but they're notorious for not telling you how to do the game or like they'll explain a hard way to do it when there's a simpler way that you know uh a couple of weeks in you can just go check reddit and find like oh we found how to do this way quicker way more efficiently um so it's it's it is a game like that 
Um, but it is I'm, a lot of the shit I read is people that um, have never played a game like this before or haven't hasn't liked that style of play from the previous Bethesda games. So it's hit or miss. If you like space, if you like um, shooting games, um, explorative games, quest based games, uh, chain quests at that style games, you'll really like this. It's basically just Fallout and No Man's Sky mixed together with outer worlds um but it's really good I, I i enjoy it um maybe it's because i grew up playing bethesda games um but it, it did it did have that lingering bullshit of like i have to wait for someone to figure out how to do this so i can do this but it's still in all a great game and i do judge it based off of maybe they haven't produced anything in like 10 years it feels like so they're out of the game they don't know how to Maybe I don't know what the fuck they're doing. Whatever. Uh, good game, though, Mason. Um, I'm going to a concert tomorrow. One of my favorite bands uh, from when I was uh, in high school. They're from the UK. They're called Enter Shikari. Uh, they're going to be in Baton Rouge, so I'm taking the hour, 45-minute ride up to Baton Rouge uh, to go see them for, like, the first time since I was, fuck, maybe 20 years old. Uh, so really cool. I don't know how much longer they're going to be doing this. Um, and I'm excited to see one of those like core bands for my upbringing. Which band was that? Sorry. Enter Shikari. Enter Shikari. Never heard. I've, sh- I've showed you some stuff in the past. I just don't think you've like it. Like, I don't think it was your jam. Um, I think like, I don't know, like the early 2000s stuff is, uh, is like Nintendo core, um kind of metalcore sounding and then they started to do uh more of like a pop punk sound with like uk uh house you know like house music uh i like it a lot and yeah they've been one of my uh you know go back to bands for a long time they always produce music um i've told you about it they're the band that uh they're one of like they're like the primary sponsor for their local like their hometowns um uh football team uh I forgot what the, it's like uh St. Albion's um so like the jerseys have like Enter Shikari on the chest plate like they're the main sponsor it's cool as fuck um they're a band that um uh, only signed to a label for the US to do touring but beyond that has been like they funded everything all um all recordings and production all of that shit everything's theirs uh, i think that's fucking cool you don't see that a lot yeah so uh busy weekend so i gotta try to get, cut the grass either today or tomorrow morning uh in between watching some football but uh before we get to football mason you want to talk a little hockey well yeah uh, well yeah we that's why we're here <laughs> what's that I said that's why we're here. <laughs> it was it yeah, was me. So, it was uh, me Hobbs, to, you know, get us to the next point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Hobbs preseason training or not? Yeah, I guess you say preseason has started training camp. Seventy-two people or players were participating. You want me to name them? No, I don't need you to name. <laughs> 
but um it's been fun like i haven't been able to watch as much of it as i've wanted to and we got to see one full game they're all on rds streaming for free so as long as you can put up with the french commentary um by all means i think if you can check it out but you know seeing um updates on twitter and stuff like it's i'm getting excited for the season again and like i have been really excited i've been fiending for hockey but seeing some of our new acquisition oh excuse me our new acquisitions and guys returning who have clearly improved on their game like it's just it's it's honestly the best part of the year optimism is at its highest you know the the stink of the season if it's going bad hasn't hit in yet so it's it's truthfully some of the best time some of the best hockey is the early days here yeah absolutely and it's a we get to watch that that number dwindle um to what the final selection will be and um it's it's been pretty eventful i don't know if uh if people like me who couldn't find it uh but you know if you can't find it you can always check twitter twitter's always got somebody's nice enough to uh really lay it down for you and uh that's how i've been keeping up with it and there's been some really really flashy plays a lot of guys just trying to uh set the tone and try to get noticed no exactly we have a lot of as we've been talking about for ages like this isn't anything new we got a lot of young talent looking to impress and a lot of young talent that's been making some noise um Joshua Waugh has been absolutely dominant on a line with Monaghan and Doc, for example, just playing out of his fucking mind. We've seen um, Logan Mayhew, honestly, every game he plays. He's getting he better and better. better. <laughs> he looks better and better. Like, I'm Which not is- the biggest Logan Mayhew fan um, as a hockey player. Like in terms of talent, but I cannot deny that he is getting better and better and better every game. His awareness, his decision making, his confidence, it just continues to improve and improve and improve. And even when he makes mistakes, I just he, he's looking better. I cannot cannot deny that. Um even Slaff, who I don't think he's had the greatest training camp. Like Slaff's getting dogged on Twitter a lot and I myself was coincidentally by accident a problem, like part of the problem. Um, I just, I, excuse me, sorry. I stumbled across a video um, from 2022 and it was basically slaff at the world, like international play, like his highlights. Mm-hmm. And I quote tweeted it at about 10 30 PM Eastern standard buckled and i said i said i have never seen this player play i've never seen this guy play um and then i woke up Corey, and no honestly no word of a lie to like 45 notifications on twitter like forty thousand fucking twitter impressions on this tweet like it blew up a little bit um people were fucking pissed at me and you know what I, I people are very defensive of Slaff, I think, because it's an insecurity. Because, you know, like they're they they are scared he's gonna bust, so they feel the need to defend him. But all I was saying, and I think it's easy to even talk about on this podcast, like we haven't seen the guy we drafted play for the Habs. We haven't seen that confidence where Slav is willing to make those plays to drive the fucking offense, to cut to the middle of the ice, keeps mm-hmm. his head up, is always looking to shoot. 
And I know I'm not crazy for saying that too, because we've heard Marty St. Louis come out yesterday and say he cannot give Slaff confidence. He has to earn that himself. He can give him opportunities, but he can't give him confidence. And truthfully, that's all Slaff needs, in my honest opinion. Mm-hmm. Is to and I hope he continues to improve this training camp and gets that confidence because I truly do believe if Slaff is confident and keeps his head up. We could see a very good sophomore season from him here. No, I agree. Uh, hopefully, uh, the shootout goal um, gain, gains a little confidence in himself and, and some of the people, you know, that that are might be, you know, uh, questioning his abilities. Uh, fantastic! It was very well executed. Uh, very, I guess the word is confident. Very confident style goal. Um, but there was a moment in the uh, in one of the games. I think it was today's game if i'm not mistaken um came around from behind the net and i think it was uh mayu had activated and came up and if slaff was just looking up instead of down at the puck um he had a wide open shot for mayu and uh he just just didn't see it but hopefully um you know hopefully hopefully that changes we get a little uh he gets a little confidence and and maybe the people um, you know, don't don't hammer them too fucking hard. I guess we're we're hypercritical, you know, it is what it is. But um yeah, I'm I'm excited to see what he can do. You know, I don't think it's um as the expectation isn't as big as I expected from like last year, you know, but uh I still think there's he's got some time to learn and we're we haven't seen exactly what we're gonna see just yet. But there were some other really good, uh, really good showings. There was a line built with, um, if I'm not mistaken, it was like Owen Beck, uh, Gallagher, and uh, uh, oh my god, uh, RPH, fucking, um, Bell Harvey Pinar, Harvey Pinar. Thank you. Um, heard that line's pretty nasty. Saw, saw our buddy Matt Drake posted something on it. Uh, just a a nasty, a nasty in front of the, in front of the uh, goalie line. That's going to be uh, kind of dangerous. It's it looked it looked fun in that one clip. I'd like to if there's more games coming up, I'd like to check that out. Uh, someone I had mentioned last episode about keeping an eye on was uh, Philip Mayshar. Uh, <laughs> had a had a had a pretty beautiful goal and then a fantastic uh, sauce pass to Yoel Harmia, who just could not find it past I think Dobbs was uh in net against them uh but from what I saw online the games looked fun um obviously I'd like to see some more explosiveness because yes you are playing against you know your fellow teammates but you're also looking to gain a, a potential slot on a team that is more or less already picked out you know so why not just be as explosive awesome offensively as you can um Honest note, though, uh, Arbor Jack guy pulling back against uh, Mike Matheson, not to just crush him into the boards, was uh, awesome, awesome to see. But uh, but the sheriff had two goals himself, so I've been having fun. It's been it's been fun. Uh, I'm I'm so excited that tomorrow uh, starts the preseason for the most part. I think there's 12 games tomorrow. Three of them were today. But one of them was played last night in Australia, if I'm not mistaken. 
Uh, the Logan Cooley goal is yeah, it's a quadri. They're, they're all all those games are in Australia. It's um, oh, okay, okay. L.A., St. Louis, and Arizona. They're doing an Aussie series. Um, I don't know play, if you had. I believe they will play some regular season games there, if I'm not mistaken. That's awesome. Um, I don't know if you saw the Twitter. Scare. Actually, no, I am mistaken. Sorry, I think it's just preseason. Just preseason. Well, that's a start. Uh, this I think was the first time pre-season. we were there. Yeah, this is the first time we were there, and uh, I don't know if you had caught the scare about lunchtime, my time, maybe one o'clock your time on Friday when they had to cancel the practices due to the ice uh, quality. And I was uh, terrified that they weren't going to be able to play the games or at least have to postpone it and then lose one of the games um, over there. But um, if anything, Logan Cooley's goal and the um, Arizona Coyotes domination of the Kings – had to be a fun game to watch in person. Logan Cooley's goal, though. Good, good lord. Welcome, welcome to it. Yeah, I just, I can't even begin to describe that Logan Cooley goal. It was, uh, it was more like a video game than anything. That just... was like possibly the goal of the year. <laughs> It'd be cool if they have... if they could. For it to happen, it for it to happen in Australia, I think is the best thing. Like that goal single handedly probably made Aussie fans of the sport. And right. I, I think I'm not. Look, I dig on Arizona a lot. I think the only good thing they have going for them is their prospect pool and their jerseys. But I will say that they are the perfect team to go to the desert in Australia. Like the NHL did well there. I think that's going to be a team you can easily market. They're young, they're upcoming, they're in the desert like the Aussies, right? Like, mm-hmm. I like it. I like it. I think it's a good fit. And I'm excited to watch more of those games because the hockey looked looked good. And those young guys on the Coyotes, like I said, are just phenomenal. Absolutely. Um, do you remember the name of the, uh, I believe he's the only Australian born hockey player to play in the league. Uh, I think he's still playing. Do you remember his name? Nathan Walker. Nathan Walker. There you go. Fantastic, Mason. Well, yeah, dude. Uh, preseason. Uh, we start Monday night, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, who are we playing? Let's see. Schedule's up. Uh, is it New Jersey? Yes, New Jersey. Uh, 7 p.m. Uh, Eastern. Uh, pretty excited about that. We got a uh, four days. Uh, we got a, a, a fantastic week of hockey starting next week. Uh, Monday, Wednesday, and then uh, Friday and Saturday. We got a uh, fast enough. No, you ain't kidding. Um, trying so- to watch those, those, the rookie showcases was was like a fix, you know what I'm saying? Like it it did the job, but it wasn't it wasn't everything it could be. And I know that it's just preseason, but ah oh man, it just I don't know that there wasn't as much excitement. Well, it's different it, when our guys like who are gonna be on the team, right? Mm-hmm. Uh for me, I just just the the amount of the amount of talent 
we have that I know potentially could make the team. It's it's not the it's not that great, but like we've knew we've moved so many pieces in the offseason um that some more guys can be slotted in. Um and I'm just the 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 plethora of guys that could be inserted into this lineup um and having these preseason games to get a glimpse of what potentially could be it I'm just so excited for the preseasons this year. Yeah, like I'm I'm just excited to see kind of like the beginning of the I know the youth takeover did start last year, but I think it's really gonna be coming along now. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, like we saw it heavy on the defense last year, and I think the team as a whole this year, we're gonna see that youth movement. No, exactly. Yeah. Um just and then I can actually watch fucking games. So like I'm so I'm so fucking excited. <laughs> I'm so fucking excited uh to know that like I know I can stay up past you know the second period because I don't have to move kegs the next day or I don't have to drive uh the truck the next day. I can stay up late and if I'm just groggy at work, I'm groggy at work and it's not gonna affect my day. Um that's so big, dude. That's so big for for me, <laughs> I don't know what else to say. No, like, I think it's just, like, it's been a long summer for us, house mm-hmm. fans. Really. In terms of just the way last season, the kind of end of last season dragged out quite a bit, you mm-hmm. know, missing the dart, and then dealing with just, I don't know. It just it's felt like a very long off season. It feels like we haven't had hockey in a very, 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 very long time. Right. So it's definitely like I wouldn't be surprised if there's quite a few uh, viewers watching that Habs New Jersey Devils game. But um, yeah, no, I'm definitely gas. Definitely excited. That, that being said, too, Mason, we've had three seasons in a row. Um, where it just extended uh, the Habs into um, the off season. You know, we had the the bubble season. Uh, then we had the Stanley Cup run, and then we had you know last year's, which was tough. Um, yeah. Well, the, I'm sorry. The previous year, one I think it was better because we had the anticipation of the first overall pick. Exactly. That's what I was getting to. Like we, we had something to look forward to in the off season. We then had a whole off season of, Oh my God, like is slap going to be a good pick? Like it was exciting. Mm-hmm. Like Ryan Packer, I'm not saying he's not a good player, but he just doesn't carry the same anticipation, especially since he's not going to be in the NHL this year. Right. But I think they have him projected like, uh, 25 26 season so it's like we know that's a player that's going to grow um that's going to take more of probably like a blue line role so it's not as like explosive as fuck we just we just took a wild card at the number one you know is this kid going to be massive for us and i feel like we're just like we've accepted ron bacher he's going to develop and when he comes in we hope to see him as just this nasty two-way defenseman Fair enough. Um, but yeah, no. So and even like if you're just looking at in terms of off season moves, like the Habs have made decent off season moves, but mm-hmm. 
nothing other like new hook was I liked the new hook deal, but we haven't had anything huge. Oh, sorry. I'm no, you're fine. You're fine. Um, we haven't had any like huge blockbusters like the huge like where Hughes came in and started you know firing at the hip. Mm-hmm. Every doc deal and the Romanov deal at the deadline, right? Like, right. it's different. Um, like when you consider it, it makes sense that it feels a little slower. And we're gonna talk about it here right after we give a little shout out to our NFL friends there. But our biggest <laughs> to talk about now is Casey DeSmith, right? So yeah, understandably, our off season has felt a little slow. But before we get into that. Um, I believe we have a word from our friends at DraftKings. That's right. We're back with another season of football. And DraftKings Sportsbook is keeping us in on the NFL action with great offers every single game day. New customers can bet $5 and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. All you got to do is throw down five on any of this week's epic matchups to walk away an instant winner. And DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of two new offers every game day this September. Football is more fun when you're in on the action. So download the DraftKings app now and sign up with code THPN. New customers can bet just $5 to get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL with code THPN. The crown is yours. Gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, licensed partner Golden Nugget, Lake Charles, Louisiana, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash sportsbook football terms for eligibility terms and responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after insurance eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Thank you. DraftKings Uh, big for us tomorrow. We got the Ravens versus the Colts. Ravens are two and zero against the one and one Colts, and then, oh, fuck, Masons, Dolphins, two and zero going up against the zero and two Broncos. He'll probably skull drag the shit out of them. Looking for two big wins for both of our teams tomorrow, and then the Saints are playing the Packers. Can they get three, three and zero? Maybe. Um, pretty good, pretty good games this weekend. Not gonna lie. Um. Fucking 49ers 3 and 0 already. Um any any other games you're looking out for Mason or you just give a fuck up that the Dolphins are in one right now and they're at the talk of ESPN and I'm sure whatever other stations are just as surprised at just the impact the Dolphins are having early in the season. One can be surprised though like I don't know I don't truthfully I don't really give a shit about the rest of the NFL. Yeah. I I don't mind seeing the Ravens get off to a good start, but I'm not even. I'm like a fucking clause. I'm like a fucking. I I like and I follow Miami, but I'm not a. Mm-hmm. I'm not an NFL fan. Like if that makes sense. Yeah, like I if can, it's on, it's like on, I, and this is the team you'd like to watch if it's on. 
Well, the absolute game of the night, Chargers versus Vikings. Neither teams have won a game. Someone's coming out a fucking winner. Um, I'm just going to flip a coin. I'm going Vikings. Shout out to uh, Corey from the Arizona podcast. Uh, <laughs> anyway, thanks, DraftKings. Um, so, yeah, uh, Casey DeSmith. Let's get on. Let's get on the ball with that. Yeah. Um, so DeSmith was moved. Kind of a weird move. Um, like kind of like in terms of salary. Mm-hmm. I have I didn't see what um anyway, uh uh DeSmith moves for a third round pick and Tanner Pearson, the third round pick uh for 2025 is added because of the difference in salary. Um, but I do not know what excuse me, what Pearson's making. So quick well, the Hobbs actually salary cap. What was that? I'm sorry. You kind of cut um like they they added cap really okay because i get what you say it kind of helps them because it allows it's the stupid bullshit with carry prices ltir yeah um realistically at the end of the day like this is just the hubs adding draft picks and getting rid of a goalie they didn't need i think you you hope and pray maybe tanner pearson can light it up before the deadline and get traded but like Mm -hmm. he's a 30 year old who put up like I don't even know six points last year. Like I don't know. But he didn't much. play a lot last year either, though. But those six points were in um uh, if I'm not mistaken, uh 14, 14 points. games. Uh he had five points. Yeah, I don't know. Tanner Pearson is not, in my opinion, hot, hot stuff. So I think it's kind of just a lateral move to get a pick. Like I'm okay with it. It just it's mm-hmm. not nothing exciting. It's it's pretty boring if you ask me. Yeah, I get where you're coming from. Um, it's definitely not, you know, the early LA days when it was he was on the 70s line with Defoley. Um, but the two season three seasons prior to that, um, he had a 45 point season, a 38 point, a 34 point season, and an 18 point season. Um, hasn't played a full season since, uh, I'm going to say 18, 19. Um, but I guess, uh, a person to, a person to fill a spot, unfortunately it could be taking a, a young guy's uh, spot. I do see him probably being like the healthy scratch guy that gets put in when he's needed. Um, but did have a goal, um, in one of, in one of the, uh, training camp games, um, pretty flashy, if I'm not mistaken. Um, oh, I'm sorry, he didn't he didn't score, but he he hustled back, stopped uh, stopped a two on one situation, and then uh, helped rush back into the other zone to get the primary assist on Sean Farrell. Uh, will he be fantastic? Probably not, but a guy that can be easily slotted, uh, bottom six role. Did we honestly need that? No, but. Like you said, uh, a weird way to get a pick, but you said it yourself, Casey DeSmith, in your eyes, wasn't going to get us much. I think adding a third-round pick uh, is a steal to get Casey DeSmith along with another body in case we have an injury-prone season again. He's 31 years old. 
the injury prone season is like interesting that you bring that out because the last thing we were going to talk about here is the house medical staff um being just totally revamped so kind mm-hmm. of funny but I don't know. I, I just I don't think there's that much to analyze in the trade. No, I, I thought it was pretty solid. You know, we gained. I kind of see it as almost a negative because Tanner Pearson really? takes a spot. Okay. And like, I just don't think he's a guy that you can justify scratching because I don't know. It, it, it's just kind of a shit like nothing sort of dis- like I don't know. It is what it is. I guess is what I'm saying, but. Interesting you bring up the um the uh injuries because that is a um a pretty big deal. Like the Habs I can't sorry, I'm stuttering because I'm trying to remember the doctor's name, but he's been their doctor for 60 years. Like he needed to go. And he's finally gone. And this sort of completes the Habs fucking what do you want to call it? Like uh revamp of their like their uh, internal uh group clearly needed after leading hockey operations for like the last decade they needed to they needed to do something right um i'm trying to look it up for you real quick uh david Mulder uh retires 60 years uh be replaced by Dr. Dan Deckelbaum. Yeah. Uh, too much shit to read into to even find um, the person you're looking for. But uh, anyway, yeah. Um, so we saw the, I guess, the one of the last changes to the overhaul of the um, the training and, I guess, medical operations uh, staffing with the Canadians. But um Good thing about Tanner Pearson, though, he's last year of his contract, he is 3.25 million. Um, but it is one year, and hopefully, like you said, we can get some good um some good pieces around him to try to elevate a potential to send him to a team that's making playoff, uh looking to make some playoff aspirations or or something. Get something else out of him. We've gained a We've gained a third round pick next year. Let's see if we can get something off of Tanner Pearson. I'm sure we can we can get the standard sixth round, seventh round pick for him. Um and I think at at that it would be honestly a wash. But um uh, yeah, I don't think we have much else to say, Mason. Is there anything else you want to touch on tonight? Um, not really. I kinda wanna save it till we get to the preseason. Like this is our we're getting back into the hope two two per seven days, maybe not as close together as we usually do, but we're getting close back to it. Mm-hmm. We usually do one longer episode, one shorter episode. I think that's going to be this episode and then get the other longer one when we have some games to watch. and some. Yeah, especially after Monday, you know, when we have, we have an actual game that we can break down in, in, a, in a, in a way, you know, have something that's actually like hockey playing besides just um, how's the weather. <laughs> exactly. Heard that. Well, Mason, you ain't got nothing else to say. Um, I hope you have a great weekend. Great week. Uh, Habs fans, the games start Monday. I know we're all excited and we can't wait to share that excitement with you. Anyway, this has been Habs and Alley, folks. Thank y'all so much for listening. We will talk to you guys again sometime next week.
You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at the hockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from.